Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. This week's tip comes courtesy of a question from Domestic CEO fan Michelle. Michelle asks, Do you have any tips for dealing with all the paper clutter that comes in the mail? This is a question I get a lot from my clients at Moxie Girl. Remember back when you were a kid and you loved getting mail? As a kid, when an envelope had my name on it, it was either a card with money or a letter from a friend I'd met at summer camp. As an adult, though, mail takes on a whole different feeling. While there are still times when an envelope with money appears in the mailbox, it's much more common that the mail is asking me to send the money. And with the invention of email and social media, the only person I get a handwritten note from anymore is my 92-year-old grandma. She's also the only one who sends cards with money in the mail. Suddenly, as an adult, mail has become a chore. I've worked with many families where mail becomes a source of stress. Piles and piles of mail line tabletops, counters, and nearly any horizontal space in the house. In sorting through the piles with my clients, I have found everything from publishers clearing house forms from the early 2000s to birth certificates and checks for thousands of dollars that expired years ago. When mail isn't dealt with on a regular basis, important things get lost in the clutter. We'll fix that today. This episode is the first of a two-part series on creating good habits with your mail and paperwork. This first episode will focus on cleaning up any piles of mail and paperwork that you have laying around your home. Next week's part two will focus on the daily and weekly habits you can institute to keep the piles from accumulating again. Now, even if you're super organized or only have a small pile of mail in your home or office, make sure to tune into this episode because a small pile can quickly morph into a big one. Today's episode is sponsored by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. Now, here's how to tackle that mountain of mail. Step number one, prepare to move mountains. The first step in taming the mail beast is to prepare to go through the mountains of mail that you currently have. If you have a table or countertop full of unopened mail, block out a few hours one day in your schedule for this step. You may want to enlist the help of a friend or even a paid professional, not because you can't do it, but because with help, you'll be able to get through this tedious step much faster. Plus, scheduling another person to be there with you will also force you to be accountable to this process. It can be intimidating, so do whatever you need to make sure you actually complete this step. Once you are committed to a time, you also want to make sure that you have the proper supplies on hand. Large trash bags, sticky notes, a paper shredder, file folders, labels, envelopes, both big and small, and a thick black marker are what I recommend. Step number two, find the trash. When the time comes for you to go through the piles, the first thing you're going to do is look for trash. Just tossing the trash will likely cut your pile by two-thirds. Go through each piece of mail looking for anything that's classified as junk. Things that can immediately go into the trash bag are old catalogs, solicitation letters from insurance companies, coupon packets, and flyers. Don't be afraid to toss these right now. The goal is to make this pile disappear, and all of these things can be found again if you decide you need them in the future. For example, if you want to change insurance companies, you can comparison shop online for policies. And those special offers and coupons? I promise you that they will show up in your mailbox again soon. For now, toss the ones you've collected, and once you're organized, you can start to think about keeping the ones that you want. Credit card offers are another thing that can immediately be tossed, but they should go into the shredder to prevent identity theft. If you don't own a shredder, 
toss all the to-be-shredded items into a separate bag or box. Once you have everything sorted, you can take this bag or box to your nearest office supply store or printer to have it shredded. Call ahead to make sure they offer the service, but most of them do it for a low cost. Step 3. Sort, sort, sort. Now that you have the obvious trash removed from your piles, it's time to go through everything else and find what you're dealing with. Open every envelope and sort their contents into piles by sender. When I do this process with clients, we typically spread out all over the floor. This is the controlled chaos stage of organizing. You may end up with 50 different piles depending on how many different bills and statements you receive since your mountain of mail started forming. Use your sticky notes and marker to label general categories, like utilities. Then you and your organizing partner can make sure to put any papers that qualify as that category in the same area of the room. Once you have the papers sorted into categories and vendors, then go through each pile and sort them by year. For now, paperclip each year's stack and keep it in the vendor piles. You're going to do more with this in step four, so just get them all separated for now. This step is the most overwhelming, but keep in mind once you have things sorted, you're 95% done. Push through to your final step and you'll be completely finished in less than 30 minutes. Step four, file and label. Now that you have all the papers sorted into categories and vendors, it's time to start creating files to store your paperwork. I prefer to use hanging files for the general category, then three-tab file folders for the individual vendors within each category. For example, I would create a utilities hanging file, then inside, I'd have folders for electricity, gas, phone, and any other utility company that's being used. If you own a small business, I would highly advise talking with your bookkeeper or accountant to make sure that you separate out any categories that can be tax-deductible, but that you pay for out of personal accounts, like medical expenses. Another way to file paperwork is to create a folder for each vendor, then file them in a drawer alphabetically. This is totally acceptable, too. The only goal of these folders is to make it easy for you to find the paperwork if or when you need, so organize the files in a way that works for you. Once the files are all created, put only the current year's statements into the files. Keeping more than one year in your filing system will only create more paper clutter for you to go through when you need to find an important piece of paperwork. Instead, put the past year's paperwork into separate envelopes. Make sure to clearly write what category and vendor is on each envelope, as well as which year the paperwork is from. Put all the envelopes from each year into a bigger envelope. Write the year on the front and then stick it in a storage box. In general, you'll want to keep receipts for seven years in case you get audited. So having the envelopes clearly marked will allow you to easily toss the entire year when that seven-year mark passes. Now that your mountain of paperwork has been tackled, you're ready to maintain the files on an ongoing basis. Make sure to check out part two of this series next week for tips on what you can do daily, weekly, and monthly to keep that mountain from ever returning again. Thanks again to our advertiser, Audible.com. I'm going to be doing some traveling this summer, and between flights and road trips, there are only so many trashy magazines I can read. I'm excited to use Audible this year to find new books to listen to during the long hours on the road or on the plane. If you have an upcoming trip, why not get a free audiobook for yourself? Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO and pick the one that you want. The hardest part is picking just one. That's audiblepodcast.com slash CEO to get your free download. Do you have a question about anything in this episode? How about an organized file system that you want to show off? Post your questions, comments, or pictures on my Twitter feed, or on the Domestic CEO Facebook wall. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home.